when somebody is breaking the rules that you have already taught explicitly in your class, you need to correct them. You need to let them know that their behavior is inappropriate and that there is a consequence attached to it if they continue. Welcome to the Karma Classrooms channel. I'm your host, Tarun Stevenson, where we are all about helping teachers establish and maintain positive behavior in the classroom. You can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcasting app. So make sure you subscribe and follow so that you don't miss any of our episodes. All right, here's the latest episode. Let's get into it. Tip number two on three essential foundations for classroom practice. Now, yesterday, the video that I sent out was all about establishing expectations. It is essential that before you try and enforce expectations that you have actually explicitly taught them to your students. I also recommend just having five simple rules, catch-all rules, general rules that um, maintain your classroom behavior. Don't make it too complex and make sure you enforce it consistently. So if you haven't seen that video, click on the link below and make sure you go back and check that out. But here it is, number two uh, for the foundations, the three essential foundations. And number two is this, you have to be able to respond to behavior. You have to address it. Now, this is one that I find most teachers are actually pretty good at. Um, Paul Leach calls this correction. Uh, Robert Mazzano calls this uh, responding and acknowledging behavior. And so basically it means that when somebody is breaking the rules that you have already taught explicitly in your class, you need to correct them. You need to let them know that their behavior is inappropriate and that there is a consequence attached to it if they continue. And look, I don't have to go on about this with teachers because most teachers know how to do correction quite well. What I will say is this, correction doesn't always have to be negative. It doesn't always have to be, sit down in your seat, I told you to stop talking, I told you not to be throwing things across the classroom. You don't always have to be negatively addressing the actual behavior. You know, there are ways that you can address behavior without actually even talking. There are non-verbal ways. Sometimes if you see something happening before it escalates, just your presence in the classroom, moving closer to the behavior can defuse it. Something as simple as walking past a desk and tapping your pen on the desk can actually help to remind them that their behavior is inappropriate because you've already taught the expectation. Or you might have just a quiet word to somebody, just a hand on the shoulder, hey, um, time to get back on task, enough talking now, and then move on. You don't have to make it a big song and dance. Um, and there are lots of non-verbal ways that you can actually address the behavior. One of the most effective techniques I find for addressing behavior in a positive way is actually parallel cueing or uh, parallel acknowledgement. So if you see somebody doing the wrong thing in your class, find somebody who's close to them who's doing the right thing and acknowledge the right behavior instead of acknowledging the negative behavior. So instead of saying, uh, stop calling out in class, Johnny, you might say, Sarah, thank you so much for putting up your hand before you speak. Well, what you'll find is Johnny hears that and he's going to want your attention. He's going to want to please you. And so in hearing your parallel acknowledgement is going to immediately put up his hand 
in order to get your attention. Now, here's the trick, and this is where I see uh, a lot of teachers make the mistake. If they do use parallel acknowledgement, they forget to go back to the student once they do the right thing. So once Johnny puts up his hand, you go straight back to him and you say, hey, thank you so much for putting up your hand. What would you like to say? And give them that opportunity to experience reinforcement positively. And what you actually do is you're teaching them or you're correcting them without letting it get negative and or letting your anger or temper get the better of you. So that's number two, correction is the second pillar of our foundation of essential behavior management practice. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got a ton of value out of that. Don't forget to like, comment, and share with somebody who you think will benefit. We've got a range of online courses, workshops, and also bespoke training for schools and teachers. So if you'd like to find out more, click on the link karmaclassrooms.today and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms.